Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Motocross Training Podcast. Joel Youngkins here. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about being basic, being basic with your training. Before we get into some details about why we should be basic and how to be basic, um, stick around for a little announcement. I've been hinting about hinting about it the past couple episodes about um, a training program available, so I'll get to those details later. But let's talk about being basic with your training and why it's important and why that's actually going to produce the results that you really want when you're out on the racetrack. So first thing I think to understand is, you know, as a coach myself, you know, like I look at it, I study a lot of other coaches, um, whether they're sport coaches, other physical prep coaches like myself. Um, I even have gone off to study like even companies, just different teams. Um, and you know, everybody that has these really successful programs and like have things operating and and executing properly, you know, when you look at what they're doing, it's all really simple stuff. They're keeping things basic. They're keeping things simple and everybody's just executing and doing their job. Um, and other ones, you know, even the, 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 uh, the SEAL teams, I've never been in the military. I've never been on the SEAL teams. I have no idea what really goes on there, but I've studied them because, because they're, um, elite opera, you know, operators in the, uh, military and they just happen to get a lot of, um, screen time as of lately with all the popular movies coming out. So, you know, I just study them as well, uh, just cause it seems like they know what's kind of going on. And the one interview I was listening to, um, the one guy on the SEAL team, I can't remember his name right now. I didn't have time to go look it up. But, you know, he simply said, like, all the stuff that they're doing on the SEAL teams is all really just, like, simple, basic things that aren't that complicated. And they're not running these complicated systems. They have these simple things because, just like anything else, whether it's training, running a business, or, you know, being on a team, like, some kind of team sport or just whatever simple leads to solid execution when things are complicated and people like don't know what they're doing it creates hesitation it creates too many variables at play that you can screw up so simple always leads to execution and execution is the key it is the key to success it is the key to progress it is the key to growth whatever it is you're trying to do simplify it and you will probably execute on it way easier so why should we if this is the case why should we try to make our um our workouts be really like complex and kind of doing all of these uh you know entertaining things with it so when it comes to building my programs whether you're a racer um an athlete or just even a working professional doing a general population workout um really my goal I mean, my goal is obviously to make a a proper training program, but when I'm coming up with exercises and methods, I'm almost borderline trying to make the training session look boring as if people were watching. Like if, if people were actually looking, had windows and we're looking in at the workouts, I'd almost want people to think that what we're doing is boring. Like, you know, like it would look slow paced. It would just look like, well, they're not doing anything special in there. They're just kind of working out taking their time between sets and then, but when they're doing their work, um, you know, the work looks really good. So to me, it's like, I'd rather people not even be like wild by what I'm doing. Um, cause when that's happening, I usually know that's when the best training's going on. Um, 
you know, I've seen this in the industry a bunch of times. I've even had this within myself. Like the simplest things we've done um, have worked out the best all the time. And anytime I've kind of tried to get, you know, fancy with things, um, that's usually when things just, I don't really feel like we have the impact that we need and they just, and I'm kind of getting dropped out of the program. Um, also training for entertainment is almost always going to lead to suboptimal results. So, you know, a lot of people for whatever reason, like when they talk about training they like to be entertained by it, but like the best athletes, they don't care about what they have to do to get where they want to go. So the best athletes realize there's, Hey, tell me what to do. I don't care what it is. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. If that gives me the result that I want. And for whatever reason, you know, I think we've really gotten away with that as far as, you know, training and even sports performance altogether. People want to be entertained so much more than they want to be given more than they want to actually produce the results. So people are focused on well, what's the, uh, the greatest thing. Like, well, I, I can't just squat with a barbell. I got to squat, you know, I got to do a one leg squat on a BOSU ball and with a goblet with a, a dumbbell or a kettlebell in a goblet position. Like, yeah, I just, I can't just do a, a barbell, uh, um, you know, a regular squat. I mean, who am I? Like I, I can't just squat normally like, like every other athlete. I got to do something special. And um, we all go through that rabbit hole. Everyone kind of goes there, I think, a little bit at some point or time where they think the rules don't apply to them. But chances are you just need basic stuff with your training. And if you execute that basic work and you just believe in it, you know, good things are going to happen. Like I promise you. So, so instead of kind of just sitting here and just kind of rambling on my thoughts about about this, which we'll kind of do all day. I want to give you three things, um, just three really just direct reminders of how to just keep your workouts basic. And these are all things I've said before. I've probably said multiple times. I'm going to say them again, um, but it's just some parameters I want you to take, take with you. I want to simplify this podcast episode so that, you know, I don't want to complicate this so that you can just take this simple information and be, you know, created, you know, create your program to be a little more basic and stop worrying about trying to be so creative with it. Um, so number one, if you want to build strength, the best way to do it is focus on the main lifts and build everything else around that for your strength work. So you want to focus on squatting, bench pressing, deadlift, and rows. Sounds boring. I've said it before. No, you're not going to magically turn into a bodybuilder, a power lifter, or this doesn't mean you're training like a football player. This means you are just getting your body stronger because that's what people do. They want to get strong. They do these lifts because these are the way these lifts train movement patterns that our bodies are designed to do. We're all meant to be able to squat. We all have the ability to push. So you bench. We all have the ability to hinge your hips and pull things off the ground deadlift and we'll have the ability to row we can do horizontal rows we can do vertical rows this is just the way the human body moves so that's why these exercises are so effective um well joel how many sets should i do pretty simple do three to four that's really it um you know if three you're not getting enough out of you can do another set do a fourth one um you know let's not 
so not overcomplicate it too much, right? Um, for building strength, how many well, how many reps should I do? A lot of weight, low reps. Should I do lightweight, a lot of reps? Well, for building strength, you want to build, you know, you want to focus more around the three to six rep range most of the time. That's going to build strength versus muscle size. If you do need some capacity work, you know, whether you want to build a little bit more muscle or just, you know, prepare yourself to lift heavy here in another month or two, and you want to do some higher rep work, we'll just stick to sets of six to 10 with a little bit uh, less weight on the bar. And that's going to help build up your work capacity for these lifts that will basically get you stronger in a couple months. So it's the training to train phase would be the, uh, the capacity work. Um, so that's really it was with, uh, strength. Keep it basic. You don't have to do when it comes to strength, just like the rest of, um, you know, a lot of training principles in, in sports performance, less is more. So you want to execute the lifts with great technique, with great intensity and in proper focus, and you're going to get stronger. Uh, so number two, we're going to talk about for your conditioning, um, you know, I've said it before, you want to focus on aerobic work. Racing is aerobic. It's more than, you know, 90 seconds of work. So we need to make sure your aerobic capacity is um, is, is optimal for competing and it's prepared to, to race how you, you know, you want to race. So for uh, methods that are designed to be higher intensity aerobic work, you know, these methods should last anywhere between two to 10 minutes. Um you know, per rep, per set, uh, whatever it is that you may be doing. Uh, methods that are designed more for lower intensity, they should be anywhere from at least 20 minutes to 60 minutes of work to get them, um, you know, lower intensity work. And heart rates, you know, if you're between 120 to 150 for most people, majority of athletes, that's going to put you in a really good area for building um, aerobic abilities while you're training because, you know, if you want to develop um, a better aerobic system for yourself, you need to train in an aerobic state. If you're, you know, if you're trying to build aerobic abilities, but you're always doing high intensity interval training, um, you're going to get some benefit from it, but you're not going to produce um, the true aerobic abilities you need for your sport. If that's all you're doing is just super high intensity, it's uh, a Tabata type um, intervals. Uh, you're just not going to, you're going to, produce some more capacity and things like that, but you're not going to get that true aerobic gains that, you know, or I should say aerobic progress that, uh, that you're really looking for. And number three, we'll just talk about injury prevention here because injury prevention is a part of sports performance and it is especially a part of racing. So you want to focus on joint stability. So what, so what does that mean? Well, joint stability means a couple of things. Um, you want to focus on mobility work because the joint for it to be stable for most of them, you know, you want to focus on them functioning properly. So, you know, the mobility work between your, um, you know, your ankles, your hips, shoulders, you know, make sure you're getting that in and then strength work, you know, either through your main lifts and, and through accessory or even, you know, your prehab work, um, that will build joint stability and help, um, help your case for injury prevention. And a lot of people like to think stretching is really great for injury prevention, but you know, research has really shown that stretching is not 
a great means for injury prevention. Um, but I do feel like it's really good for actually recovery because it helps kind of turn your muscle tone off. So it helps relax the muscles when you do static stretching for long periods. So it does have a, it does have its place in training, but I don't recommend stretching for injury prevention. I want to look at more mobility work and then strengthening these joints in your body. Um, that's going to help with your injury prevention way more than stretching ever will. So there again, um, you know, I really want to encourage you to, you know, if you're looking at your training program, see what can you cut out? What's extra? What's in there for entertainment? What's in there for, you know, hey, uh, I want to do this drill because, um, you know, it looks really cool. Or the guy on Instagram, you know, he looked really ripped, but, you know, I don't even know if I could do that exercise. It looks really complex. Um, focus on going back to the basics. Like you want to think of it as like you build this program and it's like, Hey, what do I like? What don't I need? What's the main work? And if you actually don't have, if you don't have an explanation for yourself of why you're doing something, then you should probably drop it out because you want to be able to understand it. And I'll kind of just leave you with a little um, piece of advice that I learned a long time ago in coaching. Um, this is from a strength coach, um, a physical prep coach who uh, coaches football. He's a, I think now he's um, co- coaching in the NFL somewhere. I think last he was at the Cardinals. But anyways, his name is Buddy Morris. And his advice was that no matter what your training program is, you should be able to sit down at a diner, grab a napkin, and write it out on a piece of napkin. On, write, it, write your whole program down on your napkin, basically, and explain to the waitress so that she understands what your program is designed to do and what the athletes are going to get out of it. So it should be about that simple. We don't have to complicate this. The main thing is the execution and the accountability will always be top priority. Everything else there is just organizing details. Um, Cause at the end of the day, that's really all it is. Periodization, planning, exercise design. It's just having a plan. So you have the plan and then you go execute it. Um, so I guess now moving on, uh, now I want to roll out. I want to be able to roll out to you the motocross training programs. Uh, I've been working on this for a little while now here. And um, basically, here's the deal. Um, if you're someone that's looking for, hey, like I just need some structure in my training. I like working out. I've read a lot of stuff. Joel, I've listened to all your podcasts. But, you know, I just kind of want to be able to turn my brain off a little bit and just, um, you know, Send me some workouts that I could do and I'll do them and uh, I'll get it done. And I just want to have something I can kind of trust and believe in and just execute. Um, well, this is this is what I, this is who I designed it for. So basically what you'll do is you'll sign up for a newsletter that's um, that is going to be in a specific group. So once you sign up for this email, I'll be sending you uh, workouts that you can either do you know, a local gym, your home gym. And these workouts are moto specific and I will be sending you them every week. Uh, The workouts also all build off each other. So they're not just some random workouts every week. They progress week to week, month to month. Um, They're going to provide you structure, accountability, and confidence in your training. And they're also going to work with all disciplines of racing and not just motocross. So whether you race, you know, supercross, GNCC, um, desert racing, things like that. These workouts are 
moto specific but general to multiple domains of racing even if you race in you know an atv four-wheeler um you know it, basically if you feel like you're ready to train and you're just someone that needs structure um and you race any kind of dirt bike or atv uh you're definitely going to um enjoy these workouts and going to see a lot of benefit from from them if you're willing to execute um this isn't a sign up and i fix all your problems kind of program this is a hey you sign up and you follow the structure and it's on you to put the work in to get the results um also a really good thing about this one is it's only 30 dollars a month um the guys that work with me in person you know they uh they spend a good amount of money every year. You know, it could be up to thousands of dollars a year they spend to uh, to train with me. And for this one, I could just send you the emails and it's going to be a lot, um, you know, better price efficiency for you. And uh, you can find this right on my website. It's um, my website's on is jytraining.com. And on there, you'll see the motocross training programs. Um, yeah, other than that, if uh, it's something you're interested in, definitely go check it out um and until then we'll uh, be back with another episode here in the very near future so um best of luck and we'll talk soon later